0: Um, yeah, so tonight we're talking about oath-making. And I've got a slight confession of when I got the text through, it like, oh, do you want to talk about oath-making? I did have to Google what an oath was. So good luck to you all. Um, and when I Googled it, actually, it wasn't that useful. So I had to then Google what is a biblical oath, <laughs> which is slightly different. But in Numbers, it says, if a, ma- a, if a, man, a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself to a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. So effectively, an oath is a promise. Um, or a vow made before deity, before God. It's a binding contract between you and God. But I'm not sure about you, but I actually don't make too many contracts with God. I don't exactly sign on a dotted line or get him to sign on the other side, you know. Um But what we do do is commit ourselves to God, and we commit ourselves to one another. So whether we know it or not, we are making oaths on a daily basis. So for instance, it is officially June, and I don't know about you, (laughs) well done, you made it halfway through 2019, and I'm not sure if you made one or not, but if you did make a New Year's resolution, I wonder how many of you have kept to it. So I made a New Year's resolution. It's a bit of a joke of whether I actually have kept it or not. But my New Year's resolution was to reply to people electronically. Texts and emails and all of the above. Um, I'm not best at it. I mean, I'm surprised I have friends or a job still. But we're going strong. And I reckon I've actually got a little bit better. I maybe will reply within a few days, than a few weeks. But I definitely haven't stuck to my, let's reply within a day. And I did very much fail miserably there. And I even got a few people after being like, I told you so. And this was like February. Um, But actually for the statistics of 2018, 92% of people didn't keep their New Year's resolutions. So well done to the 8% who did keep their resolutions. And I take my hats off to you because I haven't kept mine. Um, And this is kind of just a bit of a silly point to (laughs) demonstrate actually the reliability of our word. And when we give out our word, I wonder how how much of the time we actually mean it. And what is our credibility? We want to explore tonight what is our credibility of our word. And I believe anyway that living by our word is our integrity of knowing Jesus, of being in a relationship with Jesus. And this has a direct link to kind of our relationship with God, it has a direct link to our outreach when we're talking to people, and it has a direct link between you and me to one another and within our community. So the passage we're going to be reading and learning from tonight is Matthew 5, verses 33 to 37, if anyone wants to do follow them, I think there's some Bibles around. And here it says, Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but keep your oaths you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot even make one hair white or black. Simply let your yes, be yes, and you'll no, be no. For anything beyond this comes from the evil one. What Jesus is saying here, what he's getting at, is actually live by your word. When you say you're going to be somewhere, be there. When you commit yourself to God, do what he says. Follow where he takes you. So actually, if we're sticking to our word, when we're going We're doing what God wants us to do. We're being where we're supposed to be. We actually don't need to make an oath at all, because simply our yes is a yes and our no is a no. When preparing this talk, what kept on coming back to me was the word integrity. And integrity is having an honest relationship with God, not having any distractions between you and him that stops that relationship that you have. Because to honestly live by your word challenges the attitude that comes from your heart or your innermost being. To make an oath or a promise in the premise of God kind of sounds quite serious. But it's actually, it's his breath in our lungs. He is the one who is letting us speak. So actually, we should be taking what we say seriously. When we verbally commit to someone for meeting up, or committing your life to God, what is your heart attitude towards that? What is your attitude towards that commitment? So living by your word has a direct relationship with your relationship with God. God works on a verbal contract between you and him. And this, com- like this commitment that you make to him is in your worship, it's in your prayer, It's in how you speak to each other. It's when he talks to you, you talk back. And, um, and yeah, for instance, so I haven't always had the best relationship with my parents. It's been a bit rocky. Um, But last summer, I really, really felt convicted to restore that relationship. And forgot God to like, say that actually you're going to have to drop a little bit of pride for me here and just make that first step again. Um, so after a few really tricky conversations, we eventually decided that we were going to have a Thursday night FaceTime. And every week we were going to talk to each other, have a conversation. That was actually a massive rarity for us. Um, so this kind of continued throughout the year. We were doing good. And then in the busyness of life, this actually kind of stopped it like slowly came to an end. And my original yes, when I said, yes, God, let's do this, let's restore that relationship, actually turned out to be a no. And even if I had every intention of it being a yes, it still turned out to be a no. The commitment that me and my parents made towards each other for having that weekly call may seem like not much. but then breaking that commitment, it really damaged our relationship again. And worse, it actually damaged my relationship with God because those distractions came in. It started getting in the way between my relationship with God. And it's often not the circumstance that it's a distraction, but it's our inability to keep our commitment to God. The commitment that he has sent us to do. It is when you take your eyes off Jesus that, You compromise your integrity with him. And when this integrity is damaged, that's when the devil has a footstool to try and get into your head. I gave up because of my bad attitude, to be quite honest. My yes wasn't a yes. And that therefore putting a barrier, it meant I couldn't hear the Holy Spirit. I had so much of my own noise that I didn't listen to what he was saying. And in that place, I forgot his promises to me. Because when we commit to God, we're not in a commitment that's just us committing. Actually, he's already committed to us. He's given us so many promises again and again. And when we commit to God, we're returning to a faithful father. In the message version um, of the Bible, in Hebrews 6, 19 or 18 to 19, it says, when God wanted to guarantee his promise, he gave his word, a rock-solid guarantee. God cannot break his word, and because his word cannot change, the promise is likewise unchangeable. We who have run for our lives to God have every reason to grab, grab the promise of the hope that stands before us and never let go is an unchangeable, unbreakable spiritual lifeline. We have this hope because our God is faithful. He never lets us down. And although we mess up, his commitment to us doesn't stop. He will never leave us. Through Jesus, we are given grace. Through his faithfulness and through his love. That in the turmoil of life, we can stand strong on the rock that is his promise. For we are only humans, so by grace, we can recommit ourselves to God. Asking for forgiveness. Recommit to what he is calling us to do. In the knowledge that we are not making an oath, but actually we're just saying yes. And we're saying yes, and we're meaning yes, and our no is meaning no. So I wonder... What is it that God is calling you to recommit to? Living by our word is an outreach, or as in our outreach, for we are ambassadors of Christ. If your yes to God meant yes, just think of what He could do through us. I don't know if you were here for when Beth or were here. But it was amazing. I don't really know that much Bethel. I'm a bit of like a Christian. Oof, no idea. But they were incredible because they were saying yes to Jesus. They were doing incredible and seeing incredible things because there are people who say yes to Jesus. So if we say yes to Jesus, what is that going to look like here? And not just in Reading, California somewhere. Where is he going to lead you? What is he going to stir you in? You can be braver and bolder in your faith. What priorities do you have and what have you pledged to? Committing to God changes the attitude, um, your attitude, by his steadfast promise, and that gives you hope. In living by your word, who are you representing? In Corinthians, Paul describes us as an ambassador of Christ. In making and abiding our commitments, we are representing God, we're representing Jesus. We represent Christ as so our demonstration of a relationship with Jesus that we replicate in our friends, with our family, with our colleagues, and going out to be reliable and faithful with the utmost grace. Jesus is so faithful because he's so close to the Father. And the Father cannot rely. His yes meant yes, and his no meant no. <laughs> So if our yes and no had a reputation of being put into action, our word also carries trustworthiness. Jesus is always there for you, even when we mess up. If you're committed to a friend that really needs you over and over and over again, you become a safe space for them. Just like Jesus is then a safe space for us. We can stand strong when we speak in truth, whether that's giving a genuine compliment or it's telling them the truth that we know or whether it's telling them about Jesus or whether it's just an opinion at work. Your word carries authority. You're, and as ambassadors of Christ, let's replicate the commitment that Jesus, in our of. Um, Let's replicate the, our commitment to Jesus in our relationships, demonstrating the truth that there is no need to make an oath. Where is God calling you to speak out truth? And finally, living by your word in a community. What would our relationships and everyday life look like if our yes meant yes and our no meant No. What would this really look like? Perhaps for some of us, it will be our colleagues taking us more seriously. Or it will be rebuilding of a family. Or a better and deeper friendship. And ultimately, a stronger community. If we started following through with our intentions, with action, we would have far more faith in one another. We're in a society that has worry and anxiety. Instead of not showing up, let's be the friend that shows up. Or the one who initiates a coffee day or a place to meet. Let's build a stronger community together, starting with our integrity with God. How great would it be if our church was known by a broken society as being reliable? Is being honest with integrity. If the Christian friend was the honest friend, whether that's something, saying something really hard or saying something really genuinely beautiful, or a reliable parent, or a Christian manager that has great integrity, or what if the Christian politicians stood out? By no means will this fix our underlining issue. But by living with a little more integrity, could this transform our immediate relationships, our workplaces, our universities, and society? To conclude, we are a living. To conclude, living by our word has a direct link to our relationship with God. What has God asked you to commit to, or recommit to? Our outreach. We are ambassadors. So where is God calling you to speak out truth? And our community, what would our relationships and everyday life look like if our yes meant yes and our no meant no? So if I can invite the band up, let's just end in prayer. Lord, help us to live with more integrity that our word would have meaning and our yes would be yes and help us to know when to say no and to mean no. Lord, I pray that this would strengthen our relationship with you, that it would be a, we would be a powerful vessel in our community and to one another. I pray that we would be ambassadors of Christ, that your people would be known for their honesty and faithfulness. I pray that your spirit would come. Lord, show us the areas of lives in our lives, that has built a barrier between us and you.